All right, there we go. I had a big old Skype logo next to me, but now I have Mr. Ultra David coming from his own home right now. So there we go. How's it going, everybody? This is the Ultra Chen TV show, a.k.a. the Tuesday show. I'm James Chen. And I'm Ultra David. There you go. There's Ultra David. So there he is. All right. So, yep. David could not make it here today, so we are going to do this through technology with Skype. Yeah. So here we go. All I right. Exactly, exactly. So there we go. Okay, so we've got uh, some stuff to talk about uh, today. As you can see here in the top... Ooh, my arm is getting chopped off this way. In the topics over here, we've got Chile and the Latin American FGC. Lots of results, lots of events this weekend. Uh, Starfire impressions. And then we've also got the MVCI video leak. Let's talk about that for a little bit. And then just uh, general FGC news. Sounds right. right. Okay, cool. So, so you were in Chile, huh? Yes, I was in Chile. So the Chile, the Chile FTC, uh, last year for a gaming festival called Festa Game, uh, they flew out Mr. Mike Ross to that event. And uh, this year, Mike, you know, <laughs> has disappeared off the face of the planet. So um, uh, Cane Blue River has suggested bringing me out there. And so uh, we talked and got that arranged. And uh, I basically... Uh, got flown all the way to Chile and uh, attended their tournament there. Uh, not their tournament, but their gaming convention, Festa Game, out there. And uh, basically got to... Uh, I was basically uh, counted as one of the Twitch partners at the event, so I was basically being taken care of mostly by Twitch down there, which was really cool because they had Twitch representatives from Mexico, from Chile, from Argentina. They had like all the different Twitch uh, representatives uh, kind of like what Gamerby does for Taiwan, uh, all okay. out there, and they had a bunch of partners, the streaming people out there to do a bunch of streaming exhibitions, but at the same time, it was like their own little mini E3, and um, to be honest, it was super, super eye-opening and very, very cool to see. Um, like, I mean, their video games, because remember how when we went to Kuwait, you know, it was like, you know what, it's cool because even in Kuwait, like the FTC, the video game scene is just like every other video game scene. And right, you know, right. uh, Chile was kind of the same way. Lots of very big video game fanatics there, lots of cosplay going on, and just okay. a lot of people very excited for games. And though the one thing I will say, though, was at Festa Game, there was a lot of fighting game presence there. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. really interesting. Yeah, there was a lot of... Um, like, there was an Old Spice-sponsored booth where they just had a bunch of stations set up with different fighting games, and there was this big old long line to come in and play that. Um, Old Spice sponsored it? Yeah, Old Spice had it sponsored there. It was like an okay. Old Spice booth. I had, like, these pictures from it. it it's crazy. And then um, they had an Injustice 2 tournament. I saw Ed Boon there. I ran really? into Ed Boon. I met Ed Boon <laughs> in Chile, okay. of all things. Uh, then uh, one guy by the name of by the handle Salary Man had set up a school in the back. It was just like an FGC school, basically, where where he where people just went there and played, and they had, like, some of the, you know, pro players from Chile, or, like, the expert players in Chile, like, teaching them how to play and everything like that. And, All right. You know, I had a long talk with Salary Man, too, and he was even saying, like, one of the main reasons why he wants to have that little school there is so young kids can play, they can encourage them to play, but also so that they could advise them and make sure they don't get, like, taken advantage of by, like, some teams or, you know, you know, the whole, you know, the fake sponsors kind of thing, you know. 
And that so, sounds awesome. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, I'm always trying to get across too, so that, that's really cool. Yeah, so it's really, really cool. They were doing a lot of cool things like that. And then um, also, which took place that weekend, was uh, the debut, the premiere of a documentary on Mysterio, uh, the, the player who qualified for Capcom Cup last year but couldn't make it due to visa yeah. issues. And um, yeah, it's literally like a university over there just decided to do this project here to promote him and show, you know, the struggles of, you know, that his kind of situation. Great player, couldn't make it because of visa issues and all these yeah. other things like that. So just trying to bring awareness and everything like that. So I don't know. It was super cool. It was super cool. Like there was just a, a lot of stuff going. They did some exhibition matches for Mysterio on stage before they played the movie and they had me commentate on the stage. So I was like on stage doing commentary, which was fun, okay. which was funny because they made me do King of Fighters. And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How was that? Actually went pretty well, surprisingly. So uh, okay. it went decently. So yeah, but I did that. I did some Street Fighter five for some exhibition matches, yeah. but yeah, overall it was super cool, but I mean, I don't know. Is there any questions that you had or anything like that that you wanted to it, ask? It, no, it, 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 it sounds like a really cool event. Uh, was, uh, I mean, was was Kambu River there? I mean, I, I don't know too many players from Chile. It's basically him and Zero, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, Kambu River was there. He was actually working at one of the booths there doing like some exhibitions and beating people up in Tekken, actually. Okay. <laughs> he, he basically learned a little Tekken so he could beat people up uh, on the streams and stuff. Not on the streams, but, like, at the stations and, and everything like yeah. that. So, uh, But he was there. Dude, there were so many people there. I can't even tell you how well they took care of me out there. Like, everybody was so nice and super friendly. And one thing that was weird, though, I will say, is that this is my first time in the Southern Hemisphere, so it was actually winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like 45 degrees or something. So I was just like, oh my God, it's so cold. <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah. I guess I wouldn't have thought about that either, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, someone actually told me, they're like, hey, make sure you bring warm clothes. And I was like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's, it's, it's interesting, though, because honestly, I got a really good glimpse at what the FTC is like down there. And it's really. It's really interesting because you can see the kind of passion that they have. You can see that they have probably every bit as much drive and every bit as much passion yeah. for the fighting game community. But man, their resources is just not the same, you know. Sure, yeah. They're telling me that like, you know, uh, I think it was, um, you know, uh, it might have even been Nico who was saying, you know, just like, just getting a regular job down there, like he probably makes more money going around and winning small tournaments here and there in the States and everything like that, you know, because really it's, it's hard to really get any sort of real scene out there. Hmm. And, you know, so a lot of players, like a lot of players, it's, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough for me to see because a lot of them, it, it seems very much like they're putting a lot of hopes and dreams on like trying to, become either a prominent streamer or a prominent fighting yeah. game player, or even a prominent speed runner and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, they see what the kind of success is going on in the U S and they just can't achieve a lot of that same things, you know, in, in a way it kind of opens your eyes up a little bit to some of the things that, you know, Cane Blue River Nico is, uh, is, is infamous for saying now, you know, in the, in the past few months and everything like that, you know, there's, uh. You know, there's definitely an understanding 
that it's it like you want to talk about the struggle it being real I in see. the fighting game community, but the struggle there is like is like infinitely harder than anything that we're going for over here right now. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I guess that that makes sense, but that 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 certainly is uh, it's like a good perspective. So mm-hmm. It's good to see that to have the perspective on that, but yeah. um, but that definitely does suck, and I'm sure it's going to be tough to get out of that. Uh, what, where in Chile was this? This was in Santiago, actually. Okay, so it yeah. was the capital of Chile. And, and, you know, they told me that Chile is like the nicest country in Latin America and Santiago is the nicest city in Latin America. So, okay. I mean, certainly like the hotel that, 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 that Twitch put me up in was, I mean, like fancy. <laughs> like <laughs> any hotel I think I've had since like the fighting game community stuff has started. Wow. I mean, it was like okay. it was a swanky little hotel. It was like it was the W, and uh, it was a really oh, okay. ni- yeah, it was a really nice hotel. I was like, whoa! Yeah. And uh, the area that we stayed in was this place called they called San Hatton, so it's like the business district of Santiago. So it's San Hatton, but um, yeah, I mean, like, and it's funny too because you know I know last week, for example, you know I got blown up for saying you know things about Street Fighter Five, you <laughs> oh, know, right. and, and the FGC and stuff like that. But yeah. you talk to those guys in South America, and I was like, you know, they're like, I was talking to some people, and they're like, I don't like Street Fighter Five. I'm like, why don't you play the other games? It's like, there is no scene for these games. Like, there is no scene. There's no basic, no hope for these games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Street Fighter is the only one that will allow us to get anywhere and anything like that. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that I was referencing a lot of the times last week, is that, you know... It is the game that has that potential, and other games don't quite have that yet, you know. And so, yeah, yeah, that that, that is, I think, to some degree, a self fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the as long as everybody believes that it's the only game that's capable of doing it, then it will be. Right. And I'm, not, I'm not saying that if everybody just believed hard enough, then if you would, other games would be able to do it. But, <laughs> but like certainly, if nobody believes that other games can do it, then definitely they cannot. Right. I, I don't know what the other alternative is, but like definitely, if this continues, then nobody else for yeah. sure can. So but, um, I don't know. I think that, that that is a bummer. Yeah. But I mean, I, I saw Injustice you know, Two tournaments to down there. Too much. I know there's a Latin America circuit for Injustice Two. I think that yeah, some of it was played. Like one of the qualifiers was played there. Like I said, I yeah. saw Ed Boon there. I saw an MKXL tournament. So there was definitely a lot of Injustice presence. So. Hopefully NRS can also, you know, seep in there and really, really try to help out the Latin America fighting game community. But at the same time, it's interesting because, you know, we talk about this a lot with a lot of people like, oh, hey, you know, if you just work at it, you know, if you just keep the scene consistent and everything like that, you can get there and blah, blah, blah. And it's interesting because, like, I'm starting to look at it. And one of the things that kind of hit me in particular was... There's a lot of responsibility on our side, too, in the U.S., you know, to help grow the FTC, help grow the esports side of things. Yeah. Because all the companies down there are seeing what's happening in the States and they're going, yeah. oh, this seems worth sponsoring. You know what I mean? So the video game, the esports thing is seems more appealing to them because of what they see is going on in the States. And so, like, I feel like we have a lot of responsibility to not only keep growing it, but to promote their stuff and, you know, really push for a lot of the stuff that they're doing down there. And yeah, 
I mean, I after seeing all those guys and seeing just how passionate they are and just seeing how how like into fighting games they were, like yeah. I feel like I need to like talk about Latin America events like way more, <laughs> you know. I, I think that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I'm I'm sure part of the calculus of them bringing you down was to have exactly that kind of revelation. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Was was hope, hoping that maybe this is a way to get more eyeballs on what mm-hmm. we're doing. Yeah. Um. I, I know. I know that for the Kuwaiti guys, that was definitely part of why they wanted to bring yeah, people up. Yeah. Yeah. No, and they was explicit. You know, they, they they were hoping that people would would begin to talk about their scene um, more than people had been, including us. Right. Uh, and, I, you know, to some degree, mission accomplished, I feel. I don't know if it's as much as they would like it to, but certainly to some degree. So yeah. hopefully hopefully for uh, hopefully for, for Chile and for other countries in Latin America, that, that works as well. But yeah, like at, at least it, it's certainly better now, at least from, from my perspective, what, what I've been seeing. It seems better now than even just it was a few years ago. Like mm-hmm. I feel like already, I know more players from South America. Mm-hmm. I know of them at least. I hear results more often. Mm-hmm. You know, players from uh, uh, Brazil have been to Capcom Cup a few times now. Right, three years uh, in a row. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're uh, good chance that you know, last year a player from Dominican Republic made it. Um, same. thing. Oh, David, hang on a second. I lost you. Oh, oh, hang on. Hang on. Try again. Talk again. Hey, hello. Oh, there we go. You're back. Okay, continue. So, yeah, I mean, anyway, just more and more players are are uh, making themselves known in, right. in whatever way. And, and and definitely definitely part of that has been because of things like the Capcom Pro Tour and now Injustice Pro Series mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, you know, that, that can't be the whole thing of it there has to be more than that and, right. and i i know that there are tournaments down there and events down there so it's it's good that you have been to one and you can talk about yeah. it a little bit more and, uh you know personally than than previously yeah and and uh it's it's crazy there too because um i a bunch of people you know came by one of the teams there uh so there's two games that were being developed exclusively by you know chilean game developers down yeah. there one of them was Omen of Sorrow, which was a fighting game. They actually were at Evo this year. In right. fact, the combat designer, Felipe, uh, I met at Evo. Right. And then when I went down to Chile, I ran into him. I was like, hey, <laughs> you know, it was really cool. But I didn't get a chance to mess with the game when I was at Evo. But um, he got to show me a lot of the game while I was there. And so I actually got to play the game a lot. And uh, I really like the direction that it's coming up in right now. And like knowing that there's like only like 20 some people working on it you know is is pretty crazy to see how far the game is coming right now and um you know he's even talked about like you know having giving us like beta codes or something like that or like giving us beta copies so we can test it and everything of course but you know certainly happy to do so but you know 20 something people is pretty good size for an indie team so that's that's already that's a good sign yeah and and uh dude i mean like they have a lot of really interesting ideas it's like you know how Uniel has the grid system in, in, in the game? Like, this game has, like, 
the, the, the one unique thing that stands out to me in this game is that there's like one particular meter that like goes up and down depending on the actions and if it goes down it acts kind of like a guard break where you get the doom mode and you can't do special moves anymore until it comes back and then you know if it fills all the way up you can use that bar as a super meter to do like powers but then if you do it too much you put yourself empty so you're danger of doom you know like there's this okay. really kind of interesting tug of war battle with this meter that's individual for each character and i really uh -huh. i really liked that kind of idea it was like a neat complex and interesting way to manage resources because the resources aren't just for super cancels or special moves or or okay. those kind of things but it also affects your ability to block and and you know it was really interesting too Dang. because the guys who were developing it like felipe he was really aware of a lot of things like uh this game has recoverable health but it's big like you get a lot like you can get a lot of health back like that's kind of one of the things about the game it's designed in a way so that you know whenever your meter resets towards the middle as it goes up you gain health back as well and um but he was saying like you know there's a problem right now because i didn't even like think about this he said like this is a problem because in neutral right now when you're playing footsies individual hits don't mean as much because you get hit and then wait and then they gain their life back and they gain a lot of that health back, so you don't actually get to lose that much I can health. see that, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you could see elements of all these different fighting games, and you could totally tell that they were very aware of all the little, like, subtle details about, like, what to do and, like, problems cool. with the footsies and stuff like that. And so uh, I was even talking about the fact, like, as you get hit, that meter drains, and so that you go into doom mode, and I was like man, if you hit somebody and beat them up and they go to doom mode, it's like snowball effect. Like, you are getting rewarded for hitting them already, and now you put them into doom mode. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no, yeah, we're totally aware of that. We're trying to balance that oh, out. okay. All right. You know, That's so cool. It's, it was really neat. I, I thought that was really cool, so. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the game was called Omen of Sorrow, uh, and like I said, I, I really liked what was coming, and then another group showed me this game called Level 99 Axe Rage. <laughs> Okay. And it's basically, it's a really beautifully drawn game, by the way. I love the art style because it's very unique to, to, you know, it doesn't look like anime and it doesn't look like American art. You know what I mean? Okay. It's got a very distinct flavor, but it's like a Shovel Knight Metroidvania kind of game. Uh -huh. So instead uh -huh. of a shovel, you kill everything with an axe, but you get powers <laughs> and it's Metroidvania style. You get power-ups, you get extra abilities. And so yeah. uh, I was playing that a little bit and there was a lot of like little subtle homages to a lot of different games. There's even a parry in the game. Okay. So like there'll be things that shoot little bullets at you and if you tap forward at the last second, you can parry it like in Street Fighter 3. Oh, that's pretty cool. All right. <laughs> so there was a lot of cool ideas there. So yeah, I mean, and I was told that game was being made by two people. Two people. <laughs> wow, all right. So, yeah, uh, really, really, uh, really impressive stuff going on there. So, again, yeah, I was just really happy to see um, see how much they love video games down there. I loved seeing the passion and, and seeing those guys make those video games. And, man, that, that Latin America fighting game community was really hyped. They were really excited. And, um, I mean, like... You can tell they watch. You can tell they watch, right? Because the, every time they talked about it, they were up to speed on everything that's been going on in the FGC. I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's a definitely a global. It's definitely a global thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the saddest part for me was literally was I just don't feel like I spend enough time there. <laughs> yeah, man, you had a, you had a quick trip. <laughs> I literally flew out, 
in a red eye, landed on Saturday, got like two hours of sleep, and then went to the festival, and then hung out the whole day. Like there was a Twitch party that we went to at this. Uh, it was a it was a video game themed restaurant called Insert Coin, where they served oh. drinks like in Donkey Kong barrels and stuff like that. It was oh, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Which you could buy, and I asked like, where did they get the Donkey Kong barrels from? And the guy told me the mom of the guy who runs the restaurant literally carves them. Dang, all right. That's awesome. Man. Like, she literally makes them. And I was like, but you can buy them. They're like, yeah, then she makes more. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> That's but, really cool. But yeah, then I slept, went back, and then halfway through the day, I flew home. So literally, I was only there for a day and a half. I probably okay. didn't get to see enough of, you know, this, the, the, the environment, the city, and all yeah, that Yeah, that's stuff. what I was going to ask about. So you, you didn't really get to see Santiago or anything? You didn't get to, like, yeah. do stuff? I got to, I went to a few, like, shopping districts to eat and everything like that, but yeah. uh, I, I didn't get to see, like, not like what we did at First Attack last year, for example. Right, right. But um, the, the funniest part about it was, though, that the crew that was on my flight going in was the same crew on my flight going out <laughs> and they wow. and they saw me and they were like were you what did you do like, <laughs> like you mean you mean the, the flight crew yeah the flight crew like the airplane flight crew they're like you didn't even spend a day there like what did you do <laughs> i was like uh yeah i was only there for a day and a half <laughs> yeah oh man but yeah i thought that was kind of funny because they were so confused they're like that's a lot of flying to do I mean, it is days. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it was. But uh, overall, it was a great trip, and I just told everybody since I was there for so short, that just means I have to go back. So yeah, <laughs> and I'm definitely eager to do so. I'm definitely eager very to cool. Do so so yeah, no, I'm really I'm, cool. I'm really glad you had a good time. It, it, it sounds like fun. Sounds like people are cool. And yeah, nice work. Yeah, I was I was really surprised at the at the community out there, and like I, I spent a lot of I took a selfie with like so many different people just so I could tweet them all out and just like thank nice. them thank them for for taking care of me and for being so awesome and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, here's to the Latin America scene, and I hope it continues to grow. So I'm I'm excited for, sure. for them. All right, all right man. I know, probably thought I was smuggling or something like that. <laughs> they asked if I was working for some sort of flight crew or something like that. They're like, why are you going back and forth? Someone told me that one-day trips also could be potentially booty calls, but, you know, that was definitely not what I was wow. doing. <laughs> an an inter intercontinental booty call. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I guess it probably happens sometimes, but yeah, all right. <laughs> Hey, if I was baller enough, I've never done that. why not, right? So I've done international. <laughs> oh man, that's true, actually. Uh, not intercontinental. Okay, okay. All right. Um, any other thing that you wanted to mention about that? Uh, I think that's all for me. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, do you want to just move on to the next topic? Go to all the results, or do you want to take a break? I would like to take a break so that I can try to fix my headphone situation because <laughs> this whole time I've been listening to basically the loudest frying bacon over a robot voice that I've ever heard. And it's really weird. So, yeah, you're, you are trying to make fun of it, but you actually already sound like that. <laughs> I, I think the only reason I even know you're trying to make fun of it is because I think that's what you were doing. I just expected. But that's really what it sounds like. Yeah, so, okay, I'm gonna try okay. To, 
Try to do that while we yeah, did Yeah, well, Kane Blue Rivers in the chat definitely won. A shout-outs to him. He definitely took care of me a lot as well during that event. So shout-outs to Nico as well. So, All right, cool. So Alrighty. let's take a quick break. Let's see if we can get this audio situation taken care of. All right, be right back, guys. Let's go to break. Please, please, please. Oh, Jesus. Come on, let's go to break, please. Man. Okay. All right. We are back to the Tuesday show, and we just talked about my trip to Chile and a bunch of stuff going on in Latin America. I did, however, forget to mention one thing, was that uh, the, there is a premiere event that is going to be taking place in Chile in September. So coming up very soon, it's the Never Give Up tournament. So uh, you definitely want to find some information. And like I said, the city is beautiful, man. I mean, just like from the little bits I saw of it, like even while driving to Festa Game, we would pass by like giant mountains and cliffs and all these things. Sure. And uh, the guy working on Omen of Sorrow, Felipe, told me he was like from the south of Chile. It's interesting because Chile is super tall. So like the culture up north yeah. is different from the center, is different from the south. Sure, yeah. But he, but he showed me pictures of like stuff like in the south, how beautiful it is and everything. And then he told me that like around this time they can find penguins there. So I was like, I need to go. So I need to go and like find some penguins and pet some penguins if I can, you know. Yeah, once I'm super wealthy and have all the free time in the world to travel as much as I want to, <laughs> uh, I've, 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 always, I've always wanted to, I've always had a fascination with the like cold extreme points on the map. So like, I really want to go to South America down in Patagonia and stuff. And I, I really want Oops, hang on, we lost you. Oh yeah, there we go, you're back, you're back. Okay, what was it after you said about Patagonia? I just really like to check out all the, all the very northern and very southern places. I think those are super yeah. interesting. Uh, to go check out. But yeah, probably not for, you know, I got probably a couple years left before I can retire. <laughs> but, couple uh, years, maybe. Uh, even before that, too, uh, before Never Give Up. So Never Give Up weekend is on September 23rd through the 24th. So that's Saturday and Sunday. Uh, you can actually find some information about it at www.fgranking.cl. And, uh, but the week before that is also Thunderstruck which is in Mexico, which is a big tournament that they have in Mexico. And that's on September 16th through 17th. And you can check that out at uh, thunderstruck.com.mx and find out. If you remember last year, I believe it was like Chris T and Brent is Cool and a bunch of guys went oh, to right. that event as well. So, um, Hey, did I ever tell you how my mom used to have a penguin as a pet? What? True story. Wait, what? How? How did that happen and how can I duplicate this so my grandpa was a dock worker and he, he was like the guy who unloaded oh. like docks like shipping containers uh and i don't know the circumstances i guess every now and then things would fall off the crates you know what i mean <laughs> right mm -hmm. it would fall off. right yeah, so yeah, yeah anyway yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. so apparently apparently penguins fell out of the crate or something and they had they got a penguin they had a pet penguin and Apparently the penguin was a jerk, and they hated it, and it was like surprise, surprise. Penguins don't make for good pets. That would be a surprising fact, but so they they gave it to the zoo. That's because they didn't train that penguin properly. Give me that penguin. I'll make it work. Damn it! I will make it work. 
I don't think they're cool with humans, man. I don't think I don't think that's one of those like things that works out in the animal kingdom. Oh, wait, aren't they supposed to like tap dance for us or something like that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like, people anyway. in Japan had pet penguins. They had penguins, like, following them to the market and stuff with a little backpack on, and it was adorable. In what? In Japan. Like, there's videos of, like, people with pet okay. penguins, and the penguin walks around with a backpack and, like, collects things hey. for the owner and then walks back home and, and delivers things to them and stuff, so. All right. Maybe we're only a few hundred penguin generations away from having them being uh, domesticated. I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Oh, All right, yeah. you, you want to talk about uh, Viennale? Yes, let's do that. Let's do so, that. So, Viennale over in Vienna, Austria. Mm -hmm. uh, this is this was the largest Netherrealm Studios game tournament outside in Europe ever. Right. This is the biggest ever. And the coolest uh, part about this is a lot of U.S. players actually flew out to this, if I'm not mistaken. They sure did. Yeah, a lot, a lot of players from from North America, U.S. and Canada, and players were there from. All over Europe and and more. There was, uh, you know, players from obviously in Austria, Germany, and France, and the UK, and Greece, and uh, then in in Israel as well, and also apparently in Zimbabwe. So whoa, that's, okay, <laughs> that's technically how many North America, Europe, Asia, and Africa were represented. And I don't know if anybody came from Australia or from from South America, but I know that at least some events have had players from Australia and from South America at, you know, there to play NRS games. Right. I don't know if they were there, though. I but, can't yeah. I mean, even... Oh, so you got, cut, you got cut off again, David, right after you said, I guess. I don't remember what I said after that. Doesn't matter, probably. Okay, no problem. But, so, uh, I mean, just looking at the results here, it looks looks like a standard <laughs> standard results list here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and also there was a player from Singapore. Oh, really? Nice. Dude, there sure you, was. you have heard that um, that Cien is really practicing this a lot, right? Oh, you mean top 16 at Viennality, Cien? Yeah. yeah oh, was he? Oh, God, you're right. I didn't even notice. Oh, geez. Okay, okay. That's the yeah, Singapore man. player that you were talking about. Okay. It sure is. Dude, look, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. For all the people that have been telling me that people only play Street Fighter for the money, if that's the only reason why you're playing Street Fighter, go play some Injustice. Right? Because NetherRealm is throwing around a lot of money. And this is no knock on Injustice or NRS players at all. But their pool is just smaller. Right? Yeah, de no, definitely. The definitely. same eight people are getting top eight all the time. Those are the only eight people that you're going to have to learn to beat. As opposed to like 250 people in the top 250 of EVO, you know. <laughs> the, the, the NRS scene is definitely the strongest that it's ever been. And I feel like those top like dozen players could probably be good at whatever game, but yeah, there's definitely, <laughs> definitely a shallower pool than uh, than SF5. There's right, no doubt. there's no doubt. Again, again, the top players there are amazing. Don't get me wrong, and like you said, I think they're stronger than ever before. Yeah. But there's just less of them. Just it's just a pure it's numbers true. thing. That's just it's it. True. No, you're right. You're definitely right. <laughs> okay. All and, right. So very very cool international event. Uh, they flew out uh, Katana Prime and Godspeed there for commentary oh, as well. Oh, nice, so the whole cool. Thing was, was really international, and, and I it was it was really really cool. Just that kind of weird hours. I had to wake up at night. Uh, you had to hang on. Uh, you you died. See if you talk again. Man. Okay. Yeah. There you're back again. Okay. You said you had to wake up at nine a.m. Yeah, to watch the the tournament because okay, it's okay. you know. 
you know how terrible it is to be in the U.S. West Coast. It's just it's the worst time zone. <laughs> like probably one of the best for watching tournaments. Honestly. Right. Right. Uh, all right. So top eight. Did you want me to read it or do you want to read no, it? No, I'll do it. Okay. So seventh place from Canada: C.R. Biohazard, Bane, Deadshot, and Harley Quinn. Seventh place from Israel: Yamini, Green Arrow. Nice. Fifth place, Circa Forever King, Batman from the US. PXP, A Foxy Grandpa with Deadshot from the UK, also fifth place. Mm -hmm. uh, fourth place was Echo Fox Theo with Superman from the US. Third was Noble Dragon mm. with Black Adam and Aquaman. US. Evo, Evo Champion. Dragon. Evo Champion, yeah. indeed. Second place was RNG White Boy, Scarecrow, also American. Nice. And then winner, also from the US, Echo Fox, Sonic Fox, almost <laughs> entirely with Captain Cold. Really? Almost entirely. You played Resident just a couple of times. Okay, okay. Well, wow. Sonic Fox is no longer washed up. Hey. <laughs> but, um. Uh, so so the, the variety is awesome in there. I mean, look at all those different characters. That's so yeah. many different characters. And then if you just go right outside of it, uh, Belial from, I, if I recall correctly, Russia Ooh. Uh, with Catwoman. Then Doomsday uh, with Cheetah. I don't recall where from. Nasser Tekken Master from Bahrain with uh, Brainiac, Atrocitus, and Batman, uh, and then Nivik with Supergirl. So I mean, the just there's so many different characters right. in the top sixteen. It was crazy. I'm actually surprised. So Sien is a Cheetah player, huh? That's interesting. Yeah, I haven't talked with him about why he picked the character. Yeah. Cheetah, like I think of, when I think of Sien, I think of somebody who has like awesome footsies into like really good offensive pressure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cheetah I is without footsies like entirely. <laughs> like, like she she has a sick hop that hops her from anywhere on screen and she gets in there and right. she bypasses footsies entirely yeah so she, i think she's a good character i just don't know like why he picked her doesn't seem to fit with me but whatever i don't know I, yeah i feel like he would have used a like a like a more like uh i don't want to call it a gimmicky character but like a more complex character you know i don't know if cheetah's considered complex or not I don't know. She's she's in the she's in the middle on that. I would say. She's okay. Not, okay. It's not easy necessarily. Okay. okay. Uh, so Biohazard was really happy because he's been getting outside of top eight, getting like ninth place. Mm, okay. Okay. Very consistently. So cool for him. And then Yamini. This was Yamini's first tournament. <laughs> so great. And See, order... I told you if you want to win that NRS money, dude, get Ooh, in there. Dang. Get in there. And you, you know who he beat to make it out of pools was Slayer. And Madsen. Ooh, really? Yeah. Slayer and Madsen. North America and from Europe. Yeah. So Slayer and Madsen both did not make it out of their pools. In other words, one of them was uh, eliminated in pools. Correct. One of them was eliminated. In oh pools. man. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I'm also happy to see fifth place Foxy Grandpa because I know he hasn't been doing that hot in the Injustice Two so far, right? That is true. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was definitely cool to see. And. Uh, you know, he's he's definitely figured it out. He he was he was kind of struggling. He played Catwoman, then he switched to Deadshot, and he was kind of mm -hmm. picking it up. Um, and now now he's probably the best Deadshot, I guess. Okay, and cool. He's it it fits him super super well because he he's never really played a zoner per se, but he's always had really good patience and footsies. And although Deadshot's not like a footsies character, you apply many of the same ideas right. to the kind of zoning that he has. So um, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. It was really cool to see White Boy do as well as he did. Yeah, because you know, that's that's repeat performance after CEO, right? Yeah, of course he won CEO, but then in Evo, I think he got like twelfth or something. Okay, he wasn't okay. in top eight, but okay. um, yeah. And then Sonic Fox with Captain Cold. Um, Theo said that 
when he played Sonic Fox, he had he had grinded a few different matchups because Sonic Fox has been saying he switched to Black Canary, a few other characters. Oh no, right. And Theo was not expecting Captain Cold, apparently. And <laughs> I mean, like nobody, I didn't even Sonic Fox play Captain Cold when the game first came out. He was like experimenting. Right. And I saw him play it a few times, like not since then. But he made that character actually look a little bit cheap. <laughs> I just think it's funny, like, he just totally, uh, like, he bodied him, right? Because he was like, yeah, I'm using yeah. all these different characters. Captain Cold. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, and when Sonic Fox beat White Boy, uh, it was Captain Cold versus Scarecrow. Uh -huh. And there were sequences where Cold was in the corner. Cold was in the, Okay, Cold was in the corner and... Cold was in the corner and had the freezing field in front of him, the uh -huh. tree freezing field. Right. So Scarecrow could not go past that, but while while the freezing field is out, even though it's a trait move, already he can recharge his trait. So he's he's in the field, he's recharging his trait, and he throws out another field, and then he recharges the trait, and he throws out another field, and he just he just visits for like a long time, and you you, you can see White Boy like trying to figure out like what, what am I supposed to be doing about it? I don't he like had no idea. So wait, he couldn't he couldn't actually like use any of his long moves to go through the freezing field or anything like that? Like, he could, but he would be blocking, like, Sonic Fox would block it and then uh, go back to recharge him. But he can't, like, White Boy, as as Scarecrow, can't, like, go through the field because huh. he doesn't, he's not fast enough, and once you're in the field, you're really slow, and you'll get frozen eventually if you right. stay in there. Uh-huh. It just seemed, like, super cheap, but I don't know, there's probably, probably some solution to yeah, it. Yeah, I know, because I was like, how have people not tried this before? <laughs> well, well, in, in, in part, it's because that got better. Oh, it did. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so the, okay. the 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 big freezing trait thing now comes out and activates faster. Okay. Like, okay. So it, it it is better. But gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I'm sure there's some solution, but you know, who knows yet? And it, it was really cool to see that. <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that. And I will say one thing: that every time I play uh, Injustice Two, they really got their money's worth out of all freezing effects because I swear, like 90 characters could put you in ice. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny, <laughs> but. In any case, all right, good stuff to those guys. Yeah, anyway, so. it was a really good tournament. Uh, really happy with the uh, you know different regional and character variety. That's uh -huh. I feel like we've been saying that for all of Injustice so far. All right. the tournaments have been like that that way and it continues to be. Well, uh, anything note to note about the Mortal Kombat XL tournament that was over there? Uh, I can go over the top eight if you'd like. I can't hear you right now. Yeah, go for it. Okay, uh, so seventh place was H Dope, and seventh place was also PND Madzin. Fifth place was Circa Forever King and Rogue Slayer. Fourth, CR Biohazard. Third, PG Katana Prime. Second place, PXP a Foxy Grandpa, and first place was Yuzu RZA. Yep, yep. Okay. I, I'm I'm not sure how much people are still playing the game, but it was it's it's cool that there still is a tournament for it. Okay, okay. Now, interestingly enough, here uh, in both Injustice and in Tekken, there is a player listed as Eris Nivik. Yeah. Do we? What, is, did Eris sponsor him out to this event? No, I don't think that's related. Oh, okay, okay. It's just just happened to be that way. Okay. As, as far as I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, in seventh place for Tekken Seven was Ferdi and Sabre Dabre. Uh, fifth place was Eris Nevik and Mr. Croft. Fourth place, Aisu Bimu. Third place, Nasser Tekken Master. Second place, Zaza. And first place, Makati. So, indeed, Tekken Master does play Tekken. <laughs> indeed he does. Uh, 
Yeah, so Nivik is from Greece, and I guess I just assumed that Eris is like a Greek team or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, okay, okay. I don't know for sure. <laughs> okay, uh, and then Guilty Gear Rev 2, fourth place was ZW Acheral, uh, third place VDV Owner, second place GF Anby, and uh, first place VDV King Rasta. Cool, there you go. That was Vianality. Um... So do you want to jump to the next one here? Go for it. Uh, Fight Club, NRW. This was an event that took place in Cologne, Germany. And um, this included Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear, King of Fighters, and Street Fighter V. There was definitely some people traveling from outside of the country because uh, second tournament in a row for a winner. But let's go through the top eight first. Uh, seventh place was BX3 Phenom with Nikali and M. Bison and Epsilon Kefteraz with uh, Rashid. Fifth place was Shadow Kashima with Balrog and Prophecy Aikanu, I, Akainu with uh, Guile. Fourth place, Epsilon Takamura with Ken. Third place, Method Pax with Karin. Second place, <laughs> Jawa is everywhere. Panda Jawa with Akuma. Yeah. And first place... HX, CYG, BST, Daigo Umahara with Guile. So there you go. Two ranking events in a row now for Guile, uh, for Daigo. That's true. Yeah, yeah I, th I think that's awesome. Um, I'm not, I mean, nobody should be surprised. <laughs> I mean, you, you shouldn't be. Yeah, uh -huh, no, for sure. I mean, he's one of those players that it, it, it definitely takes him a while to figure things out. And, uh, like, it took him a while to learn Evil Ryu. It took him a while to get a hold of even Ryu in Season 1. And now it's taken him a little bit to get a hold of Guile. And he's the kind of player who will go to tournaments and experiment. You know, yes. like, he won't try to win necessarily. Like, he'll, like, this tournament I will play all offense. This tournament right. I will play all defense. And he gathers data. And it seems to be working. Yeah, and that's not, like, an excuse. That's something that he has talked about as a strategy mm -hmm, that, that, mm -hmm. he, that he uses. So in, in his doing poorly, you know, so I'm sure that's not, it's not, probably not the only reason, right? It's probably not just, not just him experimenting. I'm sure there's something else going on, but uh, just you cannot be surprised that Daigo has figured it out and right. is doing stuff. Uh, I, so I, I think that that's really cool. I'm also really happy for Juwa, though, because I feel like Juwa travels a lot and rarely gets into Grand Finals. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, he's, yeah. He's somebody, right. obviously, you take seriously. He's a threat, but he's rarely in the Grand Finals. So I think that's really cool for him. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hang on, I'm gonna refresh her face really quick because on my screen your your frame rate is really bad, so I'm gonna try to refresh it over here. I can fix it. So continue. You got it. Con yeah, you're just choppy for some reason, but and then um, it's fine. But I didn't actually I didn't actually watch, but I did see some gifts, and I did see Takamura react to Daigo doing a sonic boom by doing a fierce dragon punch with ken which was pretty cool oh nice okay okay that was pretty impressive but yeah nice yeah it, nice. it was funny because like uh back in back in in chile you know they were talking about last year the never give up tournament that tokido showed up to right uh -huh. and they actually said they're probably going to try to fly smug out there but it's not guaranteed just yet but uh okay. they flew tokido out there and sure enough jawa showed up there randomly too <laughs> You know, that guy he was going, yeah, he was going everywhere, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's really, really cool for him. Um, awesome for Pax, though, for, for getting up there in, yeah. in the top three. I think that's really cool. He's a super strong player. 
So what do you think about uh, in terms of, you know, Daigo winning two ranking events? Now, I have heard some criticisms that they aren't the big events, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, Well, yeah, I guess that's true. They are ranking. They're not premier. But uh, no reason to think that the way that, like, the way... Oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second, David. The way... The way that he played doesn't seem like it is, uh, like, susceptible to having big problems. Like, it's not like he randomed his way into winning two right. executive mm -hmm. ranking events, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously no guarantee that he's going to win upcoming premieres, but it, he comes into the next, you know, coming events in, in a pretty strong position. Right, yeah, for sure. So I'll be really excited to see what Daigo does at some future tournaments. Yeah, man, definitely. All right, well, uh, even though they said there were all those other tournaments there, I don't have the results for any of them except for Street Fighter V, unfortunately. Okay. That's because it's the only game that matters! No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. Um, do you want to just move on to the next event, or do you want to look for the... Uh, yeah, go for it. Just move on to the next one? Okay, so let's talk about Fight in Rio Revenge. Uh, this was a tournament that took place in uh, Rio. There, it was also part of the Injustice 2 Pro Series for Latin America. It had Guilty Gear Exit Rev 2. It had Karnov's Revenge. What? Had Karnov's Revenge. Karnov's, huh? Yeah, I don't have results for it, but apparently what? it was played over there. So. All right, that I do need to look up. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so seventh place in Street Fighter V was Umbrella Dark with Urien. Urien, seventh place was N3T, which I'm assuming is Net. Uh, Cabello, 3000 with Fong. Fifth place was AAG Didimo KOF with Dalsum as well as Umbrella HK Dash with M. Bison. Fourth place, SHK Ludo with Akuma. Uh, third place, Kaoma with Karin. Second place, AAG Shingolex with Balrog. And first place, Flipsides of Brolinho with Nakali. There you go. There you go. Um, King of Fighters 14. Fourth place was uh, Monoke OF um, with Kula Leona Athena. KMR Du with Verse Rock and Muemue. Uh, second place was Duh Heloisa with Benny Maru, Leona Iori, and My Benny Leona. And first place was CDA Clever Yagami with Benny Maru, Kyo, and Iori. Okay. Guilty Gear Rev 2. Fourth place, uh, Fabino uh, Slayer with May and Slayer. Sod or SOAD with Biken. Uh, Zaz. With Bedman, Bedman, nice. And first place, Trema with Answer. Ooh, Answer, nice. Winning a tournament with Answer. Okay, Tekken 7, fourth place, PDM, Felipe Ling with Xiaoyu. Uh, third place, Rulin with Huarang. Second place, NDT, X Triplox or X Triplo X, you know, might be one of those. Katarina and Leo, or Leo, I should say. And PDM, Leo X or Leo Zavez with uh, Eliza and Master Raven. Alrighty. Oh, someone in the chat posted the Karnov results. Check I got the Karnov results too, man. Nice. I, I did the research. Oh, oh yeah, because we're using the same secondary source, so we're doing <laughs> uh, Fourth place is FGCRJ DSK with Zazi, Mizuguchi, and Ray. Nice. All right. Okay. All right. Third place, more importantly, Net Kupal with Mars Vorius. Yes, the big man. <laughs> The Mars. Double German. Uh, Ryoko and Jean. And then second place, Mono KOF with Ray. 
winner, SOA, Zeus B with Lee, Ray, and the super cheap Karnov himself. Is Karnov super cheap in that game? I don't know, man. Is it cheap to have uh, an invincible, cancelable uh, air special move that you can combo out of? That sound like a cheap move? <laughs> um, how is he not banned from tournaments? Pretty cheap, man. It's pretty cheap. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, okay. Cool. That was uh, Fight and Rio. Ooh, yeah, it's definitely cheap. I mean, it was called Fight and Rio Revenge. I wonder if they put it in there just because it was Cardo's Revenge. Uh, and then Injustice, um, the, let's see, top eight was KKA EWT 3000 with Robin, Batman, and Red Hood. Seventh place, BNO Scorpion with Green Arrow. Fifth place is uh, AAG Booyu. Oh, hang on a second. We lost that last one. Booyu something. Booyu with okay. Gorilla Grodd and Superman. Okay. Fifth, uh, also KKA Vinny with The Flash. Fourth place, KKA Rodrigo Zero with Wonder Woman and Superman. Third place was Miura with Wonder Woman. Second place was Vertex Killer Shinnok with The Flash and Aquaman. And then winner was Mr. Bruno with Wonder Woman. Nice! Okay. Very, very popular character at this, uh, this tournament. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I, I always forget, how similar is Wonder Woman between Injustice 1 and 2? She was like oh, one of the characters, she was the one character like changed the most between them, right? Hmm, yeah, she might have been, yeah. She's, okay. She was very, very different. For right, because sure. she had like stances in the first game and everything like that, and that's not there anymore, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she just has a trait that powers up different things, so yeah, de definitely okay. different. Okay. Uh, yeah, so in Karnas, it's definitely true that a lot of characters are cheap. It is definitely a cheap game, but it's really fun and it's it's got some really interesting ideas. Okay, cool, cool. I like Arnaz Revenge a lot. <laughs> you know, I've never played it really, to be honest. Oh, with for real? So, okay. Yeah. Uh, dude, one of these days we should just like grab all these games on like Fightcade or Mame and just like mess with it or something like that, just for fun. I think that sounds cool. Um, all right. Well, I also have the Capcom Pro Tour Online North America Event Three results. Okay. And, uh, seventh place was CYG BST PR Balrog with Balrog. Dang. Seventh place was Happy Medicine. There's no character listed, but we can just assume and Bison. Yeah. Uh, fifth place was XSK Samurai with the Puma. Fifth place, Tempo Alex Myers with Cami. Fourth, Noble Vagabond with Nikali. Third place, A4 Jivo with Karin, Cami, and Laura. Second place, Silver Urban Flow with Karin. And first place, 801 Strider with Laura. Nice work. There you go. So uh, how much do you know about Urban Flow and Jivo? Here's a funny story. I know almost nothing about Urban Flow, although I know mm -hmm. that he's done well at a, at a few online tournaments now. Mm -hmm. uh, but I played both Strider and Jivo, I guess, uh, just ranked like that day. I remember playing them. Oh, really? And, yeah. I mean, I, I know Strider, so like I knew him. And I remember thinking, like... Wait, hang on a second. I remember thinking, like... He and I had talked about Abigail mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, beforehand, and I remember thinking that, like, Abigail would probably do fine, but it was like, this, it was like they're both Laura. Like, neither one can deal with the other one's pressure, and then if the other one gets in on you, then you're dead. So it's, like, they're super swing-heavy. <laughs> and when we played, it definitely went like that. Okay, it was definitely okay. like that. And I also played this dude, Jibo, and like I, I remember him because we had a really tight set. And then uh, now I see that they're both top three in the CP2O online. <laughs> and I was like thinking to myself, I should have entered that thing. You're like, damn it, I could have got yeah. some CPT points, man. Oh, okay. man, yeah, yeah, like at least one point, you know? I mean, you know, anyway. All right. 
cool, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm adding another window of view because this one is better resolution. Yeah, so I, I, I heard the same thing, that Happy Medicine did not check in for the top eight and so was disqualified uh, into elimination. Oh, that sucks. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Okay. Okay. No, I'm I'm not a top player. I'm just I'm just riding the super cheap Abigail. That's all. Dude, Abigail. I legit think he's cheap, James. You know. Yeah, I know. I know. I do. I know. There's so. some people who think he's like not good at all, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see what happens as time moves on. But okay, that's the uh, top eight there for that CPT online. Uh, before uh, let's just let's just finish all the Street Fighter stuff. U League which uh, I believe took place either in Taiwan or China. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, in any case, uh, it's interesting because the results that I have listed here are one through seven and there's no ties. So I don't know if this is a single, oops, hang on, I blocked David. There we go. Um, is that gonna be okay? Ah, why did you do that? No, stop, you stupid docking on the screen. Okay, there we go. Okay, so, but they don't have any ties on this one, so I'm not sure exactly how this worked. I'm not ex exactly sure, like, um, whoa, that makes it, well, that's weird. It actually disappears if I scroll it off the screen. Whoa, that's weird. Okay. What in the God's name is going on? There's some funkiness going on over here i'm just trying i don't to know man it, i'm just hanging out i'm just trying to make it so i can see both the chat and the, your skype and the results at the same time okay here we go here we go um seventh place was taiwan daimon sixth place was terry five six nine five this is their official twitters that they have listed here by the way uh fifth place was two four uh fourth place was wang wei li which is uh god which one who's who is that Oil King or, uh, oh no, it's just Panda Whaley. Okay, so it's Whaley. Uh, third place was Cola3212. Second place, Tokido70, uh, uh, Tokido. And first place was Shaohai. Okay, got it. So there you go. Jesus, oh, stop doing this craziness. Ah, okay. All right, you know what? Screw this, I'm done with that. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> I sound like Parappa when I mess up. That's awesome. Hey, David, we're going to... Oh. <laughs> Do you know what... Oh. Anyway, I don't you know if you played Parappa or Parappa or not, so... Not not in 20 years. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Well, David is gone again, so uh, let's do this. Uh, Tekken World Tour Korea Master Results. Let's check this out over here. Let's do it. Uh, this one was a pretty hefty tournament here because uh, this was in Korea, and you know Korea has some of the best. So uh, according to GTO Kira, Tokido was up 3-1, but Shaohai came back to win 5-3. He was also down 1-4 against Xiaobao, but still came back to win 5-4. So there you go. But uh, the Tekken tournament was nuts because I heard it was a bloodbath. Like, yeah, Nii nee didn't even make it out of pools, if I heard. And he had just come from winning uh, Manila Cup. <laughs> oh, not Manila Cup. He won a tournament recently. Yeah, and then, yeah, now he's not even uh, in top 16 here. So a lot of, it was a bloodbath, a lot of crazy results. Um, but seventh place went to Shine with Lily. As well as Lily Man with Lily. All right. Uh, fifth place was Tsugumi with Shaheen. 
and uh, Yamasa Take with Kasumi and uh, Brian. Fourth place was Cherry Berry Mango with Jin. Third place, Echo Fox Saint with Jack Seven. Second place, also Echo Fox, JDCR with Dragonov and Heihachi. First place, Noroma with Jack Seven and Fang. Nice. Wow. Nice. Noroma. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, I get, oh, they're also, yeah, John Ding, who also did recent really well uh, at a recent, at, at Evo drowned in yeah. pools as well. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it seems like a lot of the times there are different people in top eight, with the exception of JDCR and Saint, who seem like they're always in everyone. Right. Uh, but uh, the other people around them seem like they, like they change pretty frequently. Yeah, and, and you know, once again, you know, a lot of people have used that as criticism for Street Fighter V, like, oh, the results are inconsistent, so it's a bad game. I mean, no one's saying that about Tekken, and I, for one, think it's better when the results really? are inconsistent. I actually think it's better because that just means there are more good players and lots of playstyles are winning. So, <laughs> yeah, like assuming that the game isn't just simple and dumb, but they, like obviously it's not. Uh-huh. Right. Right. So exactly. Yeah. It's interesting. I see here. I mean, GTO Akira posted a link in the chat, something about the Korean community being angry at Namco for not providing enough support for tournaments and stuff like that. But I don't know if this has anything to do with that particular event or anything like that. Uh, oh yeah, they're saying Nam the TWT Korea was held in poor yeah. support from Namco. Yeah, they only they only gave money. They only gave prize money. Oh, None that was no oh, other the, kind of support. Oh, and they did it all in one day. Huh? Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know much. I can't comment on it because I don't know anything about it. I don't want to talk about it. Just yeah, just just what it. I'm reading right now. And yeah. I mean, everybody, you know, read read the post, but I I don't I don't have any more information on it, so I'd be hesitant to. Yeah, I don't want on. I don't want to comment on it until I get more official conversations right. from like because I know Markman and Tasty Steve were out there, right? right. So Tasty Steve was doing commentary out there. So uh, uh, oh, they had to use TVs with a lot of input delay, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, okay. Well, that's unfortunate, but uh, still yeah. really crazy tournament, and you know hopefully that won't happen again in the future. So right. hopefully things will improve. Well, that's all I have for tournament results. Alrighty. So, there you go. So, do you want to do a break, and then when we come back, you can talk a little bit about Starfire, and then we'll talk about this MVCI video? That sounds like a plan, man. Alright, cool. We'll be right back, guys. Oh, email Eris, because he's one of the sponsors, right? He's Eris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. As soon as we go to break. As soon as we go to break. Dude, that sounded really satisfying. Yeah, was it, James? That sounded really satisfying, so yeah. You mean the burp you just did? No, you were on screen when it happened, so... <laughs> well, I tried to yeah. be off screen. <laughs> I, see, I see the stream replay now. That's true. I was trying to trying to do it off, off stream. But... Oh, man. All I right. thought we were already on break, man. No, not yet, not yet. All right, going to break now. You going gotta to let break. me know. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. And then, oh, it's Ajax, Ajax. Lift him up higher, lift him up higher. Well, he's basically asleep, but all oh, right. Oh, he's asleep? Oh my God, he really is just asleep. See, that's like me right now. I'm lifting up my hobs right now, so like we're matching at this point in time, so. There we go. Oh, I'm, bur Ajax. I'm burping him like a little baby. Yeah, I'll tell you guys right now, Ajax that's is like the cuddliest, cuddliest cat ever, I swear. <laughs> 
Guy is... He's definitely buzzing right now. He's purring up a little storm. Oh. All right. So, uh, NRS just released uh, Starfire. She's the newest character for Injustice 2. That is correct. And uh, I had a chance to play her. Yeah, I saw you were playing her right before we came on, actually. So I was. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, I mean, I, since I had to be here, I might as well just like play. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all right, dude. All right, cool. Uh, so anyway, so she's, she was described on the Watchtower stream as being like a simple character. They, they said that she is, she's one of the characters that they designed for people who are trying to like get into it Ooh, without like really like kind of like trying to spend a ton of time figuring stuff out. Right. So sure enough, she, she only has like a few strings. Oh. She had like four, like four or five strings total. Okay. Okay. Uh, and her moves are like very obvious about what you're supposed to do. So she has, she's, she seems like a zoner. Mm-hmm. Um, Hang on a second. Hang on a second, David. She seems like a zoner. Right. So she seems like a zoner, and many of the characters who have come out who seemed like zoners at first don't, in practice, play like zoners. They right, are they right. aren't actually zoning. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, it seems like she probably will because okay, she has okay. she has fast fireballs. She has like a kind of exploding little dazzler that she has to place at certain spots on the screen. Mm. Uh, her trait is a fireball. Her trait is a beam, actually. Oh, and okay. So you can cancel not just special, not just normals into the trait, but also special moves. Hang so on a second, like... David. Hang on a second, David. People said my mic is in robot mode. Let me let me do something really quick. That usually fixes it. Okay, let's try again. Let's try All again. All right, cool. Uh, so she so she can like throw a fireball and then cancel that into her trait beam, right? Oh, hang on a second. Oh, okay, okay, continue. So she cuts off the screen really fast. Uh, she uh, she has seems like really big damage with with like minimal combos. Mm-hmm. Like just I spent a minute and I found a combo that's just like basic back three into yada yada yada. That was like four hundred damage. <laughs> nice uh, meterless. Uh, so she seems just like an effective zoner that has good combos. Doesn't really have mix-up. She's not like an overhead low character. Uh, her footsies seem okay, but probably not great. So yeah, like super obvious zoning damage character. I, I uh, saw I saw in a video. I think that you might have been the one that retweeted it, but that a Starfire can like it looks like she can actually tiger knee that beam. It's not tiger. It's not. It's not a tiger knee. It's because it's the trait. You just do jump trait. Oh okay. Now what's... it's like super easy to. To do what makes it better doing that than just doing it on the ground is it is it you know less delay because she falls and lands uh, it doesn't really seem like it but it, it does it does mean that like she, she has an air fireball too so you can like throw the air fireball then do trait in oh, the air okay, okay. Uh, so she, she just has a bunch of ways to zone at the same time and so I, I briefly played my friend playing to win who's a super zoning heavy player he always tries to he played Dawson he played Deadshot right he played Sinestro uh, and now he's now he's, he's really likes how Starfire is shaping okay, up. Okay, okay. So he and I played briefly, and it definitely seems like it might be tough for characters to get in on her. Okay. You know, she okay. has really good anti-air, really good zoning, and really good damage if she finds a hit. So you okay. know, it, it it seemed like they. Oops, hang on. It seems like they. It seems like they lived up to, uh, making it so that she was not, a terribly difficult character to use. Okay. Okay. But uh, without obviously without being overpowered. Right, right. Okay, cool. Nice, nice. So, I mean, uh, do you think she looks fun to play, or do you think she's just very straightforward? I see some people in the chat saying that they felt like she's kind of boring and stuff, so... Yeah, if you just want to zone, then I, I, she's probably not going to interest you, but 
if you do like to zone, then she does seem like an interesting character. Okay. You see, even though she is a simple character, still you have to kind of call out. It's like any zone. You have to call out where they're going to be and when they're going to do stuff and look for anti-airs. It's, you know. Right. Okay. Z- z- zoning requires a lot of decision making, so it's. It, I I think it is going to be cool. Okay. Cool. 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 Nice. Um. All right. Anything else that you want to say about Starfire? Uh, she does have some actually pretty cool looking combos. Okay. Uh, you know, okay. Like you you were talking about how you really like her like. Oh, the the the, the big giant split spinning blade thing basically. Spinning right? blade thing. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, she she has a lot of normals and specials that make use of those kind of like projectile looking blades. Okay, blades. okay, okay. Uh, and she does have some cool looking combos that make use of that sort of stuff. Like you okay. can since since you can cancel any special move into the trait beam, <laughs> um, you can do like big combo into ending it with the you know propeller blade right, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and then cancel that into a trait beam in the air to finish it. And gotcha, it's just it's kind of gotcha. cool. Okay, okay, nice, nice. I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. well, let's move on and let's talk about this leaked MVCI video. Alrighty, let's do it. Let's talk about this video. And man, Capcom, what is going on with you guys? Look, uh, the, the, the number of unforced errors is just, it's hard to explain. Right, like how consistently things have been screwed up for, for Capcom. Uh, and I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I mean, someone in the chat asked what what linked what leaked the video. Literally, it was on YouTube, and they forgot to make it private or unlisted. Yeah, like it was on it was on their channel. Yeah, uh, exactly. It was, it's obviously an internal video, and for those people who haven't seen the video, it was an internal video describing, you know, you know, it was proposing a plan on how to tackle Marvel esports the esports side of marvel versus capcom infinite for yep. this year and for the coming next year for like capcom pro tour and stuff like that so right so it's basically about inserting it into the capcom pro tour using existing street fighter 5 infrastructure and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and doing much the same thing of uh having prize money and you know getting commentators and broadcast teams involved and uh they they did say that they would have the qualifiers be online, with right. the exception of one tournament. It was like uh, 14 online spots, and yeah. then one la- one extra tournament, and then one last chance qualifier at Capcom Cup, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, two thoughts about that. One is that, eh, I don't know. But then the other one is, maybe they have enough confidence in the online play that they're willing to do that. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I'm Obviously, hoping that, that's that is... A, yeah. If you're the optimist, you, you see that and you think, that, hey, all right, online play is going to be good. But right. if you're the pessimist, uh, you think, wow, really? Yeah, uh, because so Marvel... I, I don't know. We'll see. Marvel Hopefully has not been good online uh, in the past, so... But, yeah, I mean, um, even, even games that do have good online play are still a little janky when it comes yeah. to putting that much on the line on online play. Like, yeah. there are st- still sometimes you have disconnects. Still sometimes, if you're on the other side of the world, you're still going to have funky right, ping right. situations. Like, it's not going to be perfect, so. Yeah, I don't know. And then, and then you know, uh, man, I mean, it's not even just for this event, too, but MVCI it just better have good netcode. Because if it doesn't have good netcode, yeah. I mean, I think that could be a massive nail in the coffin for that game, to be honest, especially with the with the general public perception and general uh, sentiment for that game right now. 
So, <clears throat> but yeah, did they say that the 14 spots are going to be in online tournaments or is it going to be the four, top 14 ranked players or something like that? I'm not sure. I don't remember that if there were if, if it was specific on that. I think it just said 14 qualifiers. Okay, okay. Yeah, it'll be curious to see how that goes. I mean, one thing that I've seen as a sentiment, and yeah, I know a lot of people are going to be... Did it say online leaderboard? Online leaderboard. Huh? Oh, Jesus. Okay. I hope that's not accurate, but I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, one thing, though, you know, I've seen a lot of people complain about were like, why would you even try to set up a league for a game that's unproven already? Like, you're trying to shove it down everyone's throats. You're trying to force the esports on it. I mean, is anybody surprised by that? Like, Yeah, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. I mean, I, I people are going to want to play the game in tournaments. Right. And, like, maybe it could end up that the game sucks. I don't know. It seems like probably not, but maybe it's going to be boring to play. Right. Uh, or or it's too, too broken or too cheap, whatever. But uh, definitely when the game comes out, people are going to be playing it. Right. Uh, and then, I don't know if it's going to get, like, giant sales, but that's a different story. Right? The the, the competitive fighting game playing scene is going to be playing the game. Right, for sure. right. For and, sure. then, and then plus another thing, too, is even before Injustice 2 came out, they announced the Injustice 2 Pro League, right? Yeah. And right. everyone saw that and was like, oh, yeah, makes sense. And so I don't even know why that's even something that anybody's bringing up. It's confusing to me. So I don't know. I'm I'm confused you, about that. Yeah. Ah, Tool Assist will make 14 bots. Oh man, yeah, that's funny. I'm pretty sure Tool Assist is going to get all the top spots with, uh, e with uh, e, e Echo J Wong. Um, he's gonna get there with yeah, right, uh, yeah. Echo yeah. Tokido. You I, know. I actually just played against the bot recently. Oh, did you? Oh, it nice. It was a different name than before, but it was it was definitely the bot. There was no mistaking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so any anyway, uh. It talked about, uh, you know, it being publicized and televised, although without details. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, talked about trying to raise $600,000 and so forth. But, I mean, look, it's it's uh, clearly an internal video. Uh, For a proposal, and so, yeah. Uh... You know, it, yeah, the, the audience is not supposed to be us. It's supposed to be, it seemed like probably Marvel and Capcom Japan. Yeah, because at, uh, uh -huh. at the at the end of the video, it talked about what the what the expected cuts would be for those two parties. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. oh, hang on a second, David. You said cuts for those two parties, and and that's how it looks to create a video like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. You you come up with ideas, you pitch them, and maybe they're the end result, maybe not. Like the other parties have to agree to them, and so you have a little negotiating process. Right, so exactly. I mean, you know, the, the stuff that's in the videos, it's not in the video. That's not something that you can take as gospel. Or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that's, not, that's not, like, exactly how it's going to happen. That's of course, a proposal. Yeah. And you also have to remember, too, is that for most situations, proposals are always kind of, like, I don't want to call, like, uh, it's like when people ask you how much you want to get paid for a job. You always go a little high because then the negotiations will go low. Indeed. <laughs> you know, so obviously a lot of those numbers are not set in stone. And again, I don't know. I watched the video and I was just more like, man, Capcom, how come you cannot keep anything under wraps more than anything else? You know, nothing in the video shocked me or surprised yeah. me. And I feel like at this point, people who are yelling about a lot of things, the content of the video, I mean, some things that maybe you might want to be mad about, but I feel like a lot of people are are honestly trying to make things up. I don't know. I don't know. Again, 
maybe I'm just being too optimistic. Maybe I am a shill. I don't know. But, you know, like... I just Unknowing shillage. I just like, didn't know it was, like, I just didn't see it and was like, what? How dare they? You know, like, nothing struck me as that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I felt the same way. I wasn't terribly surprised other than the fact that it's public. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, that's surprising. So but... someone actually, people on the chat are all saying that it wasn't even Capcom's fault. It was, well, I mean, John D. works for Capcom, so it was uploaded to his YouTube, so... Yeah, I, I mean, I so, don't know I exactly mean, who did it, obviously, but yeah, but that's, that that's, counts that's, as that's Capcom anyway, so right. <laughs> he kind of works so, there, so... The, the fact that it's public is a surprise, of course, but the things that were in it were not terribly surprising. Like, they're not using astronomical numbers, and they're not... Oops, hang on a second, they're not astronomical numbers, and... They're not astronomical or super small. They're in, like, right. kind of the range of numbers that seems like what I would expect. It's... Like, it wasn't anything wild. And the fact that they're trying to make it happen, they're trying to make these proposals happen right. before the game comes out seems like very much what they should be doing to me. And because that, that certainly, like, again, this doesn't mean that they're going to have this esports thing, like, immediately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it does It does mean that they're considering it internally, which they should be. Right. They, they, they should be planning for for that. Like, <laughs> like again, maybe the game comes out and everybody hates it and it and it sucks and nobody plays it and again it dies. So if if that happens, then maybe they don't announce this, right? Maybe they don't announce having the thing being Capcom Cup. Right. That's right. probably not going to happen. Uh, again, I don't know how well it's going to sell, but I do think that people in the FGC are going to be playing the game competitively. Yeah. So I I think that they have to plan for that in advance. And you know, people in the chat are just talking about how you know like. The game is going to sell regardless, and it's still going to sell. Of course, I, so. I mean, like, I don't even know if that's the case because Amazon had it on sale for pretty low numbers recently. Yeah, I, you know I'm what not. I mean? I'm not convinced either. I mean, I, I guess I hope it does, but I'm not convinced either. So, right. Exactly. But I, I do definitely so. think that people in the FGC who like to play competitive games will be playing. It. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, I don't see why not. And like, it's, it's telling that everybody who has had time to play with the game is like hooked on it. You know what I mean? Like they're really, really obsessed with the game and stuff like that. So yeah, you know. but it, it definitely is a bummer that the the video came out. Like I said, I just feel like there have been so many unforced errors for Capcom. Mm -hmm. It's just like the so so many things. Everybody wants them to do well, right? Everybody would like Street Fighter to be awesome and to be a complete mm -hmm. package. Everybody like would like the same thing for Marvel Infinite. Nope, nobody's out there like hoping that the games die. Some of them, there's a few small contingent, yes. But I, I, even even those people, I feel like in their heart of hearts, would just rather that the games be good. Yeah, but I mean, the, I, the, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. That's well, well, that's, the thing is, I will say, yeah. a lot of the people who want the games to die, they want them to die because they say that will make Street Fighter Six and the next Marvel game better. Yeah, and that right. that you know, again, we want, is we all just want good games to play. Right, but. Obviously, there have been lots of things standing in between us and that happening. With with SF5, it was it was that way before the game came out, and when it has been out, there have been problems. Obviously, everybody knows it. Right. Um, and with Marvel Infinite, it seems like it's shaping up the same way. And I just, I, I don't know when they're going to get it together. And it's it's not it's not just the development side. It's it's the PR side. I mean, it's like all the things. Right. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I I hope that they uh, figure it out. Yeah, and I hope they just figure out a way to keep all this stuff from happening because, man, there's been so many leaks. You saw, like, all the stuff that was data mined out of Street Fighter V recently, right, on, on the PC version? Actually, no. Oh, you haven't seen that yet. There was an article out there that had someone data mined it, 
and found a fully functioning arcade mode in the game. Like, all these, like, other extra modes that are coming. Like, rumors of potentially, like, two V triggers, two V skills, and, like, two supers or weird things like that. Like, all these things that are, like, getting set up in the game. Like, these Shadow Falls mode where you can, like, fight the, the dolls and, like, other weird things like that. So, like, um, that sounds I gotta like... I got play, man. That is a huge bummer. Yeah, I know. Like, they cannot seem to hide anything. Because if that comes out at Capcom Cup, they're like, surprise! Everyone's just going to be like... Right, so... It's a bummer for that, but it's also a bummer that it hasn't happened before and that they haven't announced it, and, like, at least we should expect it, and right. I don't know. I just feel like well, the whole thing is not... Someone's saying, someone saying that, uh, that, that the person who revealed the rumors is potentially a fraud as well so there you go okay. so maybe it's there's no there's no credence to it so well i mean obviously i, I want an arcade mode that's not that's not what i'm right saying it's disappointing it's, it's I, just, I hope that that part is true right right yeah so a lot of people are saying that that the person x kira who revealed it tends to exaggerate and stuff like that so okay there you go well we'll see we'll see but yeah uh I don't, I don't know what to say about uh, Capcom in general. I hope that they figure it out. I hope yeah. that they get it together. Yeah. And honestly, I really do hope that, you know, I, I want, it's like I said, I want all these games to be successful. Of like, course. You know, even of like, course. you know, we've been talking about Fantasy Strike. I've been talking about this Omen of Sorrow game from Chile. Right. You know, all these games, they all have these great ideas. And uh, in fact, Core A Gaming just released a video that was just basically praising Fantasy Strike completely. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, uh, I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a uh, lot of potential in a lot of these different games. I really like what Serlin said in that video, that he's trying to find something in between Dive Kick and everything else. <laughs> I think that is definitely a space that has no occupants, you know? I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Six Saw, people do want arcade mode. It oh, might, might be that you don't. I don't care about it either, personally. But I, I know that a lot of people do. A lot of people like to play against CPU in arcade mode. And it's also an expectation. It's like you go into a fighting game expecting that to be part of the package. Right. Because it's never not been uh, until now. So. Yeah. and I, I, I don't know, man. You know, look, we, I just, I, I would like to stop talking about this kind of thing. <laughs> I, I would like to stop having the conversation of, I, I think this game's gameplay is pretty cool. Everything else about it, right? I, uh -huh, uh -huh. I, I would like to stop having that conversation. Yeah, and it just seems like we have to keep talking about that. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell everybody too that you know why do people want arcade mode? I'll tell you exactly why people want arcade mode. It's my older brother, for example. He grew up playing fighting games. He loves Street Fighter Two. In fact, at the first UCLA tournament, he was second place and. You know, he, he was winning tournaments back then. I used to play with him all the time. He was my main training partner. He was super good. We played all the way through Alpha 3, CVS 1, CVS 2, all that stuff. His favorite hobby right now is movies. He has two kids. He has a family right now. He's got his day job. Fighting games are just not something that he can yeah. spend time in. But he still wants to play them. So when Street Fighter 4 was out... He bought every version of it and just beat the arcade mode with every character to get everybody's endings because it was a way to play a video game and actually have a goal, you know, to beat you. the game, but still have fun playing the game. And he has no interest going online to play people. 
Like he just doesn't yep. have time to dedicate to that. So no, it, look, it's the same way for for my my middle brother. Mm-hmm. He he does the same thing. He in Street Fighter Four and for other games, he he buys them and he plays arcade and maybe he plays online a little bit, but nothing mm-hmm. serious. He's not trying to get like great at it or anything. He's just having having fun. Right. So when SF Five came out, he I actually don't recall if he ended up buying it, but I remember having a conversation with him about it. And he asked me like, so like it has all the things, right? <laughs> like normal, like just like not not even like, does it have all the things? It's more like, it has a thing, right. right? And I had to be like, I don't think so, man. <laughs> seem I like mean, it. I literally had to tell my brother, don't buy the game. Like I have like as much as people have called me a shill or whatever, I have told my brother and a couple of my other friends who I know don't take fighting games that seriously. I was like, don't buy the game because you will have nothing to do in it. You know, so I'm, I, even me, I'm like, if Capcom's listening, they're going to be like, man, James, you're hurting our sales. And sure enough, I, I, I literally have caused hey. maybe like four or five or six people to not buy the game because I literally told them not to. What but, an agenda. Yeah, I know, right? But if they had arcade mode, I would have been like, do it, you know, because it has what it is that you want in there. So Of course. I don't know. So like, I mean, that's as much of a Capcom shill as I am, you know, like take that. So. Well, the whole thing is a bummer. I just <laughs> one of these years, I ugh, I can't say for sure we're gonna stop talking about this. One I know, of these years, like, I hope that we're gonna be able to stop talking about this. Yeah, I mean, look, I guess one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about those rumors is because deep, deeply, secret and secretly in my heart, deep within my heart, I want it to be true so badly. <laughs> I want it to be true so badly well, yeah, sure. that all that stuff is there. So. Sure. <sighs> yep. <sighs> all right. Know, all right. right. Rift Tripper, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, it sure is. You're done. I'm going to be You're left done. behind, man. <laughs> hope, yeah, hope, hope for that Arxis money. Oh, uh, shoot. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, so no, screwed. <laughs> no, just kidding. Sixaw says, why not demand an actual good single player experience rather than the epitome of laziness that is arcade mode? Well, I'm, I'm with that. Like, it... I, for example, I really like what NRS did with MKX and now Injustice too, of having, mm-hmm. having you know, big, having big, having big, uh, go, having big, <laughs> having big, uh, it is, stru- having, it is strong and big. big, good, good, good. What's that? Go ahead. Having big towers, you know, that change regularly of uh, oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mode, right? uh-huh, uh-huh. And then now in Injustice two, having the multiverse that changes regularly, and it's basically like towers still, but like. You know, there's, like, slight story mode aspects to them. There's, like, a little bit of a spiel. Right. And then you have to go play against the uh, CPU characters that have, like, different modifications and stuff. And yeah, that's great, yeah. for sure. But at a minimum, there should be an arcade mode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, Alpha 3 World Tour mode. If you could put that in there, that would be great. Like, my ideas for Street Fighter a long time ago was, like, even, like, platforming games. Like, that play, like, Street Fighter, but you're literally running a platform game. You know, stuff like that just to get you used to movement and things like that. Because that's the hardest thing about Street Fighter is that they don't teach you movement in, in, in fighting games. And that's like one of the most important things. If you give someone a platform game that plays like a fighting game, then you will understand that movement. And you'll try to understand of trying to get into range of things and stuff like that. So, yeah, Mythology Sub-Zero. I mean, like, like it sounds silly, but honestly, like, I feel like... It's kind of valuable, very much like break the targets in in Smash Brothers that I've talked about a million times. So I hear you, man. Yeah. 
Alrighty. Anything else to talk about on this subject? Nah, that's it. That's all I have. So, uh, right, again, cool. I don't think, uh, just to sum up TLDR, I don't think anything in the content of it is crazy. It's obviously meant to be an internal video. It's, yeah. how could oh. you, how could you not expect them to have this kind of proposal? And finally, exactly. and finally, I do though mm -hmm. think it's hilarious that the hot dog John Nitty was on the footage. Was he? I did. I missed him. The hot dog was right there in the middle of the, of the screen. And it was hilarious. I laughed out yes. loud. Yes, nice. Um, and uh, I, I <laughs> that's like so bizarre. But, uh, <laughs> if, if people don't know him, he's he's I think mostly an NRS player now. Although in the past he's not been, but mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I think I think now he is. He so made top. It just was hilarious. He made he, top he, eight. He goes to every it? event dressed up in a hot dog costume. Mm -hmm, all right. Mm -hmm. He doesn't wear it in his day to day life. He's not like some super weirdo. And it, uh, well. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> but he got top eight at a recent tournament. I remember. He's pretty he good. Yeah, yeah uh -huh, he's pretty uh -huh. good. Uh, but he does go to every every tournament dressed up like a hot dog. Right, right. And of course, I in that video announced infiltration as the first official winner of of Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. At least that's what it made it sound like I was implying. So I thought that was sure funny. did. Anyway, let's just get into this fighting game news. I've just got little bits of fighting game news here and there. Uh, I have lost David again. Let me pull this out over here. There we go. I'm not uh, actually. You know what? I could probably do this and pull, oh no! Now David is gigantic. Okay, never mind. There we go. All right, let's do this. So here we go. A uh, couple of things for events that are coming up. Uh, registration is now open for Manila Cup. Manila Cup is going to be September 8th through 10th, so that's a month from now. Uh, that registration is open. There's going to be Street Fighter V, Tekken 7, Mortal Kombat XL, KOF 14, Injustice 2, Guilty Gear Rev 2, Blaze Blue, Central Fiction, Smash Brothers for Wii U, and Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. So, oh yeah, that's right. They also announced that Injustice Ranked is going to be sets now, right? Yes, they did. <sighs> It's going to be three out of five, not even two out of three. Wow. Okay. Dude, yeah. I'm so happy. I'm so happy about it. I, I don't know if that's going to make me less salty, but I think it might help. I think it might actually help. So. I, think it, I think it will. And, and if, if nothing else, even if you're still losing every time, it, you will learn more. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. So very, very true. So, uh, but yes, Manila Cup. Open up, registration's open, so if you want to go there, I mean, look, a lot of the FGC has gone to the Philippines recently. They've all had nothing but great things to say about it, so check that out. Uh, Southeast Asia Majors, big event. Every year, yes. always a very, very big event. It's announced that it's returning to Singapore from October 14th through 15th. It will be a premier spot for Capcom Cup and Tekken World Tour Finals at the end of this year. Uh, they also have, they're going to have Wind Jammers there? There's a Wind uh, Jammers Asia Championships taking place what? there? What? Oh, actually, Southeast Asia Major is hosting the Asia Regional Finals for the Capcom Pro Tour. So it's like, it's like um, the, you know, uh, the, the, the Red Bull Battlegrounds, basically. Gotcha. So yeah, there you go. Uh, but there, because the the, the 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 SRK article literally says, "Don't worry if you're not a Street Fighter Five, Tekken Seven, or Windjammers player. You know there will also be Red huh. Two, Blaze Blue, Central Fiction, and MVCI there as well. So uh, there will probably be a last-second spot tournament there to go into that uh, Asia final. So that is going to be October 14th through 15th. October is going to be a busy month. 
Very, very busy month. Um, all right, what else do I have here? Um, I have uh, Evo, they did a little update. I don't know if you saw on their rules about coaching and they're shortening the breaks between rounds and they're saying that they're enacting a stage trespassing rule. Uh, I guess um, stuff ha uh, it was stuff that happened in the Smash tournament, the Melee tournament that people got mad at, I think kind of caused these rules. But of course, the Melee players are not happy with the results and not happy with the rule change. They think it's too late, et cetera, et cetera. In other words, they're being, uh, you know, par for the course. Um, oh, dang. <clears throat> uh, London Revolution 2017. <clears throat> um, London's Wait, what, Revolution. What, what about what about the stick thing? Did you? Is that what you're talking about? Oh no 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 no! I wasn't talking about the the, the stick the thing. Yeah, the oh, boxing. Okay. No, that one is also a crazy rule too. That's a crazy ruling to not allow the 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 smash. The, well, I'm sorry, the box, because obviously the smash box was the uh, hip box thing, and that didn't happen. So, but yeah. Um, uh, that they ruled basically that the, 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 I guess the official melee governing body, I don't know, is that what it was? Ruled that the box is going to be banned from tournaments now, that you could only use GameCube controllers. Yeah, I think it's more of like an affirmative, you can only use GameCube. Right. Oh, hang on a second, David, you said you can only use GameCube controllers. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, like, that doesn't sound right to me. I'm not a melee player. I but, like it. Clearly, they have something with but GameCube they, controllers. But they even modified. They mod their GameCube controllers. Like people will yeah. mod them so that like there's little stops so that you can know how to shield drop a little bit easier and stuff like, like that. Like I thought about going through the whole process of photoshopping a GameCube controller to have like a joystick stuck into one you know side <laughs> of it, and then to just have like a modification of the rest of it that's like a square and there's right, you know right. joystick buttons on it. But I didn't. I didn't want to put the time in. Anyone put the time in. So, yeah. but I feel like you know you could make a reasonable lawyerly argument. I just don't know that that is what matters. Right. Like, right. I just I, I don't but know. Yeah, but it the, seems like the scene just has something about the controller that they like, and they, right. it's important but, in its I mean, purity and whatnot. So. They were even like trying Whatever. to put caveat into the rule, like you can only use the box if you have a medical note, like a doctor's note, written that your your hands are carpal tunneled from controllers. Like it, it's it sounds to me like when that one golfer a while back. Uh, had an issue where he could not walk, mm -hmm. but he could play golf, but he couldn't walk, so he had to take a golf cart from shot to shot. Okay. And the PGA said, nope, you can't do that. Walking is an important part of golf. And that, we, you can't, we can't change the rules for you. And he took it to the court. Right. You took it, wait, hang on a second, David. You said he took it to the court? He took it to the courts and he won. But it just, it seemed, it was like super absurd that walking is an important part of golf like you you already take golf carts from one hole to another right Why does it matter if it's from one shot to another like it was just like so stupid so right. I, I feel like that that to me as an outsider that's what this sounds like yeah and, and, like, other, and that the, they don't want people to like take like to walk or to take the golf cart they want them to walk because that is an important part right. of melee I mean, but here's the I don't other know, thing man. too. Like I said, I, whatever. Here's the other thing do. too: is you clearly want to use the the, the box to prevent injuries. <laughs> if right, you right. have a doctor's note, it's already too late. <laughs> you don't want people to suffer these injuries. Do you understand? This is a preventative measure. Indeed. I uh, Anyways, okay. 
All right, uh, London's Revolution 2017 will host the European qualifiers for ARC Revo Cup 2017. So uh, upcoming on the weekend of October 21st. Uh, I'm sorry, that's where ARC Revo Cup is taking place. But uh, there is a, this Europe event here is, um, let me see, they have a date here. London's Revolution 2017 is on October 6th through 8th. But uh, Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue player winners will qualify for the Arc Revo Cup in Japan in Toshinsai, which is taking place on October 21st. So there you go. Um, let's see, what else do I have here for events? Um, we already saw the Injustice Watchtower thing. I think that's all I have for events. Uh, let's just talk about gaming news here. Uh, they did announce that King of Fighters 2000 is coming to the Nintendo Switch. So oh. King of Fighter, I mean Nintendo Switch has all the old Neo Geo games on there already. So two thousand, uh, yeah. So KOF two thousand is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Are the other games already on there? Uh, a couple of other ones are all there already. I mean KOF games. KOF games, yeah. There's a couple of them on there already. Like okay. I think ninety eight is there already. Oh, okay, all right. stuff like that. Uh, I haven't got them yet. I I really wanted to. Um, Jet, uh, Titus's father from Final Fantasy X has joined. The Final Fantasy Dissidia roster, so he is going to be a new playable character for that game when it comes out. Okay. Um, did you see all those combo videos that Razorburn put out for Mega Man X in 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 the demo? A little bit of it. Those things were sick, actually. They were. It was really cool. They so if you, if you haven't had a chance, check out Razorburn's uh, YouTube channel. It's going to be really hard to. to it's like. R Y Z Y B Y Y R A. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Just go to Olaf Redland's Twitter, and he definitely retweeted <laughs> it. So uh, yeah, that's true. Go. It's the best way to do that. There. Uh, this one I actually wanted to talk to you about being the lawyer and everything like that. Yeah. But recently, um, you know, a couple of uh, people who did mods for the Street Fighter Five on PC, you know, they would take requests from people, and they, they had a Patreon, and apparently. Oh, Oh, what's up? Go on. Yeah, so basically, apparently Capcom got word of these Patreons and gave them a cease and desist. So they're still making the uh, costumes, but now they can't do a Patreon anymore. Man, that's a bummer. Yeah. That sucks. Well, it's within their legal rights. It's just, it's crappy. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people use those guys to make nude mods and stuff like that, too. And well, yeah, but some mods are sick, and I don't know which ones came from people who have Patreons, but, like, the Yori mod for Nikali is, <laughs> is amazing. How did that work so amazing. well? How did that, because, like, he even has the pound, which looks like his super, his super where he pounds you. His uppercut looked right. And he has all of his claw moves and everything like that. The Iori mod, the Iori, the Iori Yagami mod for Nikali was ridiculous. Amazing. It was actually Amazing. really, really good. Um, yeah, I saw a couple of other mods that were really cool. And, like, even Maximilian was like, I will donate money to someone who can take Gamora and turn her into Lin Kurosawa in Alien versus from Alien versus Predator and stuff like that. So I think that'd be sick, dude. Don't wave your hand at Lin Kurosawa, man. Yeah, I'm just saying you two are the only people who know who that is. No, that's not true. Everybody true. following Max had to go to Google.com and type in, okay, how do I spell this name? Nobody knows that. Oh, tank top. Yeah, but no, come on, dude. Lin Kurosawa's the best, dude. <laughs> Anyways, um. 
Okay, uh, so, I mean, pretty much there's nothing they can do, right? Capcom pretty much has legal rights to do that, so... Yeah, totally. Mm, okay, well, Dissidia, back to Final Fantasy Dissidia, they said that the closed beta that they said that everybody who attended EVO was going to get a beta code for is going to run from August 26th to September 4th. So there's going, you're going to be able to play Dissidia in that closed beta for that time. Uh, also, they officially announced Ghost Rider for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yeah. And he will be playable at Gamescom as well. That's cool. Ghost Rider had a lot of interesting ideas in his design in Marvel 3, but he just wasn't very good. Yeah. But he did have a lot of really interesting ideas, so I'm, I'm hoping that they find a way to solve those problems and yeah. make him more viable again. I really want him to buff up his zoning, because when I first saw him, I was like, that's kind of sick. He's this, he's like the Dalsum of Marvel. Yeah. Oh, he, he was cool. Yeah, he had cool ideas, for sure. Yeah, but... It and, just de- and, like, definitely some cheap setups. It's just, you know, how often could you make those... Right, exactly. He he got he got rushed down really easily. So he had a cool level three. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he I, honestly, the best I ever did in Marvel tournaments was for my Ghost Rider team, which was ironic because all I did was just jump back and hit S all day and just sit there and call Felicia low assist and yeah and and Doom Beam and I did really well with that team, but it just had no future because Doom wasn't very good. So I mean, because Ghost Rider wasn't very good. So right. Okay, uh, also, oh, here's another uh, news, is that last year the Red Bull Proving Grounds uh, finals were in their, in the Red Bull Santa Monica offices, but this year uh, it's going to take place in Chicago on October 21st, so the Red Bull Proving Grounds finales will go from uh, Santa Monica to Chicago this year, and it'll be back to that, uh, th- it'll be hosted at Joe's Live Rosemont. And it will be 3v3 battles until one group is left standing. So there you go. Um, and it will also be open to the public this year. So that's probably why they're going for a venue change. So uh, everyone can come and visit. And there will be, like uh, I guess, tickets and audiences and stuff like that. So. All righty. Okay. Uh, what else do I have here? Uh Bandai, Nam- Bandai Namco actually wants uh, feedback on Tekken 7, and they have a uh, online poll okay. for you to uh, go and... Uh, they have an online survey that you can fill out. Uh, it was reported by TekkenGamer.com. They're conducting huh. a questionnaire that asks for your feedback on its current content, future content, and what you'd like to see improved in the game. Wow, and it's not it's cool. not multiple choice stuff like that. There's a field at the end that you can type in whatever you want apparently. So Wow, that's um, awesome. Yeah, so there you go. So uh check out techandgamer.com and they'll have an article on there that'll probably give you a link to that uh poll. So there you go. <laughs> Remove shall you. I'm kind of down with that. Oh, can I make it so that the bathtub has bubbles in it? That would be good, actually. Dude, you know what? They need, to make it, they need to make it so when you put a hat on them, you can still change their hair color. That drives me nuts. Mm, I couldn't yeah. make my... I couldn't give Eliza a beret and keep her blonde. Oh, so, wait. What, what color does it turn into? It's just... It's black by default, okay. right? Yeah. So, like, if I give her no hats, I can make her hair blonde. Because she had dive kicks, so I was trying to make her look like Cammy, which was actually <laughs> yeah. really, really hard to do. But um, I, wa- I, ha- I got a beret, and I was like, perfect, and then it- I couldn't change her hair. I was mad. I was mad. Yeah, maybe more guns. I don't know, something like that. It's, it's pretty <laughs> solid in um, general. Not too many complaints. So we already talked about the Core A Gaming video uh, where they talked about the increasing the accessibility of fighting games. 
Uh, They talked about Fantasy Strike as occupying that space kind of between Divekick and everything else. And so, yeah, I mean, I think Fantasy Strike has a lot of potential for that. So, um, uh, but again, I don't think the crowdfunding on it is doing particularly well right now. But last thing I will mention here is that Circuit Esports has signed Evo 2017 Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3 finalist Joey D. So Joey T Joey D is now officially sponsored by Circa. So that's cool. Circa always right. ca- ca- catching a lot of the you know more niche games out there. So and of course you know Joey D I'm sure is going to go on to play a lot of Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. So yeah, I would think so. There you go. And then uh, last thing I want to mention is upcoming this weekend. There's some good stuff coming up this weekend. Most notably, of course, another big E event coming up is, of course, Summer Jam uh, 11, which is taking place in Philadelphia this weekend. Will once again be streamed on everything and has all the games being played there. <laughs> There's 20k pop bonus for Injustice 2, a 1k pop bonus for DOA, 1k pop bonus for Pokin, 300 pop bonus for Blaze Blue, 250 pop bonus for Third Strike. 250 okay. pop bonus for Super Turbo and 300 pop bonus for Vampire Savior as well. Alright. So, oh, someone actually says Alan Snyder was announced for Arika's game on Beast TV. They brought oh. Alan Snyder back? Yes! Justice Fist! Ugh. Yeah, everybody's favorite. Ugh. Come on, dude. He was the best. Fire Force! Yeah, anyways. Um, he's like, such a boring character. <laughs> dude, he's the stupidest character, but that's what makes him great, dude. Oh, man. Uh, that, that game did not have many interesting characters, I gotta tell you. Come on, are you really gonna dog on, like, Pullum, Purum? Come on. Yeah, I so definitely you need to be in Put him kick! Put him kick! stupid. Skullamania's stupid! Darun's pretty dumb. Darun is dumb?! I mean, he humps. It's kind of funny, but that's that's. Other than that, he's just like whatever. What about Crackerjack, man? He could actually bat you into outer space so that you bounced off of Mars. Yep. Also, this weekend is the Japan Cup, and uh, I was given a list of notable players who's going to be showing up. Remember, this Japan Cup is the premier event in Japan. And uh, it is it used to be run at Tokyo Game Show, uh, but yeah, seriously. All right, I'm, I'm kicking David here. I'm gonna kick. Him. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. We don't need that yeah. anymore. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, um, but uh, this used to be run by um, by at the Tokyo Game Show, but now it is gonna be run by the Shinobiism, which is the Momochi and Choco Blanca group. Uh, Momochi can't enter because he is a TO, but you know that's standard. But that's that's really cool. So good job to them as usual. But here's some notable players that are going to be there. Uh, here's all the Japanese players. So obviously they're going to be there because it's in Japan. But Itabashi Zangief, Haitani, Kazunoko, Yukadam, Fudo, Goichi, Daigo, Sako, Dogra, Moke, MOV, Mago, Daikoku, Tachikawa, Machibo, Gachikun, 96 Cafe, ne- Nemo, Inuchiyu, uh, Inu- Inuchiyu. Trashbox, Nyanshi, Narikun, Panzaman, Eita, Ino, Gunfight, King Debu, Like a Bird, Initial Kyosu, Haku, Raiketsu, Yuki Mayu, uh, Ever, Harumi, Jimmy One, Aqua, Kichipamu, oh God, uh, Tompi, John Takauchi, Vanao, Mishie, Mizuha, Gafro, Nauman, Garu, YHC Mochi, Kuashima, 
456HT Otani PSK Storm Kubo, who is going to be debuting his Abigail. Oh, yeah. Sasa Pugera, Yamaguchi Yoshito, uh, Yoshikibi uh, Kojiro, Iori Nanai, and Crusher. Those are all the Japanese players that were listed in this list here. And uh, from uh, outside of Japan, we've got Oil King from Taiwan, Verloren from Korea, NL and Punko from Korea, Infiltration from Korea, Christitarian from the U.S. Mm-hmm. is out there. He San- has been out there, yeah. Yeah, Sandbag and Save uh, from Korea, XYZZY, uh, Bibyong B- from Korea as well, Denesis. From, I think that's Singapore, Breast Panty Hip from Korea is going to be there. Guilty from the U.S. is going to be there. SSD Ham Punch from Korea. AC8 uh, Kim will also be there. And I don't know what Flag Horse Mask is from. Flag Horse Mask. Well, Horse Mask, and there's a flag there. And being my terrible geography, I don't know what flag that is. Oh, uh, I'm not sure, man. I'm not looking at it. Okay, okay. But yeah, a lot of people coming to this event, so it's going to be uh, pretty crazy. Well, what I want to see is the is the Abigail, 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 Abigail team. Is there one for the team there tournament? Is. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, there are. Uh, and okay. I, I, so it was, it's Kubo, it's like Kubo, Kindevu, Momochi, or no. Right, Momochi? No, because um, Momochi. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, Momochi it, could probably play in that, because that's not a CPT event. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a 5v5 right? team tournament. Someone says um, YS, maybe? So what? Oh, maybe no. I don't know what that means. Maybe he was trying to type yes. Never mind. But, yeah, dude, a five-member Abigail team, huh? Yeah, five Abigail. So I think that's going to be cool to see. That's going to be cool. Yeah, but, I mean, being that it is a uh, a premiere event, I'm sure it's going to be streamed on Capcom Fighters. So that's the way it usually is. Uh, GTO Akira says it's Momochi, Punko, Hameko, Kingdebu, and Hagajin. Hagajin was the other one. That's right. Yep. There yep. you go. Wow. There you go. Wow. And, and Kubo, right? Isn't, isn't Kubo on that team? Uh, I guess not. I guess Kubo's not on that team. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. There you go. That's crazy. Oh, Horse Mask is from UAE, maybe, potentially. UAE, <laughs> UAE <laughs> Abu Dhabi. There you go. So, Okay. There you go. Anyway, yeah, I think that's going to be cool to see. Uh, there's also Alrighty. a Ryukyu Esports Festival going on that weekend. It's going to be Exerd Rev 2, BBCF, SC, uh, Street Fighter 5, KOF, 14, Tekken 7, Smash 4, Melee. That one is on Friday through Sunday, and it's going to be also taking place in Japan, I believe. Um, but I'm sure most people are going to be at Japan Cup, so that's kind of unfortunate that uh, there's a little bit of a... Uh, uh, an overlap there. Yeah. Uh, also is VS Fighting 7, which is in Birmingham in the UK. Uh, that is going to be streamed on twitch.tv slash electronic dojo, electronic dojo 2, VS Fighting, Tekken, Netherrealm, and Grandmaster Challenge. So these All are right. going to be some official, these are Injustice Pro Series premiere event and a Tekken World Tour Europe Master event. And it is a Capcom Pro Tour ranking event. So that is cool. taking place this weekend. Going to be a big one. Uh, according to GTO Akira, CN will be at VS Fighting. Yep. Also coming up in Costa Rica is Furia Tica. 
So another uh, Latin America event here. So that one is going to be taking place. There's going to be Street Fighter Five, KOF 14, Tekken 7, Exit Rev 2, Injustice Smash 4, MKXL. And the stream will be on twitch.tv slash true underscore challengers. So Costa Rican event going on over there. It is a Capcom Pro Tour Latin America ranking event. So expect a lot of the strong players like Mena RD and uh, etc. to do well at that event. Okay. Sounds good. What did I just miss here, David? Don't worry about it, James. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is going on this weekend. Super Smash Con is taking place this weekend in Virginia in the Dulles Expo Center. Uh, you can find out about it on smash.gg. It is, uh, that's all the information I have in Chantilly, Virginia at the Dulles Expo Center. That is going to be taking place from Thursday through Sunday. In fact, it starts, uh, yeah, on Thursday. So check that cool. out. Mm -hmm. Good old Chantilly. Yep. And uh, also this weekend, which will be streamed on twitch.tv slash snake tits, is the Pasadena Regionals uh, 2017 which is uh, basically Dr. Snake Tits runs, he ran it in his home last year, and this year they actually have a venue for it, uh, but that's gonna be this weekend, and it's a high roller uh, Marvel tournament, and it's gonna be part of the Curly Circuit. It's a last chance qualifier for the uh, Curly Circuit and a special Snake Tits format, first to four, unless three O bus ass is what it actually says right here, so. There you go. Uh, but yeah, that should be some fun UMVC3 stuff. A lot of the strongest players are going to be there to play that game. So there you go. Sounds good. Dude, so many things going on. And of course, every weekend, the Gfinity Elite Series is going on in the UK. So uh, definitely keep eyes on that. That's on twitch.tv slash GfinityTV. That's the uh, uh, event that's been going on in Europe, like I said, for the past couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, it started first week of uh, August. So yeah, this is the second week I think that's coming up. So there you go. Oh no, actually, you know what? He deletes the, 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 the stuff from previous week, so it might have been going on for longer than that. So there you go. Okay, that's all I have for events. Hey, you know what I was thinking was that, uh, you know the Arrow dude from Guardians of the Galaxy, Yondu? Uh-huh. Yeah, that yeah. guy? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be sick if he was in Marvel? I just feel like there would be a lot of really, really cool gameplay ideas that you could do with a little, like, whistling arrow. That's like a... Be like a puppet character, wouldn't the arrow. It, I think it, it'd be super cool. Yeah, That's wouldn't it be like if he just, like, you call the arrow and it'd be kind of like LFL aiming things? Like, he would just stand still and he couldn't move, but you controlled the arrow around the screen, so he's, like, totally open and you have to, like intercept them with the arrow and stuff like that that actually would be that would be sick, sick. Actually, that, that would actually be super be crazy and terrible but really really interesting right oh but did you could you imagine like what if you called the arrow tagged your opponent and while you controlled the opponent that would actually control the arrow too like at the same I time i love it that would be we crazy should... dude that yondu, would be really cool yondu, man and then they also showed a picture of cable i mean not oh yeah, yeah uh from, from for the next deadpool movie. I mean, presumably he's not going to be in Marvel Infinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cause he's an X Men, right? So he can't be in it. So. Yeah, but I just miss, you know, air hyperbaric beam. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> discovered it sure on, was BS. Discovered on day one, and yet that game turned into one of the greatest games of all time. So. Yeah, what an accident! It's great. Yeah. It great. All right. Anything else to talk about? 
Uh, someone says there's Nintendo World Champions coming, championships coming up or something. Yeah, they're redoing it. Yeah. Oh, that thing. Oh, really? Like the ancient. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The one that exactly the that fat Jason Wilson actually I think got third place in or something like that. So. Oh yeah, and that uh, Alex Jabaley got some placement in. He did yeah, well at it. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. It's true. Nice. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, Cable is in Deadpool Tool. Yeah, Deadpool Tool. Deadpool 2. Yeah, and he looks pretty cool. Yeah, he looks pretty cool. Although someone did an edit where they made his outfit a little more blue and it looked right. Like, it was a little more blue and his hair was more gray. And it just looked good. I don't know. Oh, man. I'm looking at this Alan Snyder trailer. He looks like such an idiot. Where is the... Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. Look okay. at this guy. What a dingus. I mean, he's supposed to be... I mean, I fe always felt like he was kind of like the Dan of the game, right? He had freaking Justice Fist, dude. I mean, come on. Justice Fist was... Justice Fist! Oh, man. I wonder if I can play it with no... Uh, oh, dude, there's it's it's a 20-second video. Yeah, it's very Don't short. look it up. Someone linked it in the chat just now. Oh, my God. What the hell did they do to his costume? What the hell did they do to him? He looks so weird now. That was it? That's the whole trailer? Yep. He's got different colored pants, and he has... I don't know. I don't Triple know what else to say about that. Justice Fist could reflect fireballs. Actually, he would launch fireballs into the stratosphere. Come on, dude. That's the best thing. You're in the stratosphere. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, All right, well, are we, uh, are we done here? Yeah, I think so. A little bit short episode. Sorry I did not get the video uh, last week's Tuesday show out uh, in time last week. I got distracted by social media. And then oh, I that's went, right. And it then was a I tough went, week. Yeah, and then I went to Chile. So there you go. So I'll try to get everything out. Hopefully, I'll try to do a bunch of editing tomorrow. Uh, I'll probably get to do another Enchenzord episode. So, you know, if you want more controversy and more, get mad at me even more, tune in tomorrow. That'll be fun. So You got it. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to go make dinner for myself. I haven't eaten yet. Well, yeah, that's me... not true. I ate throughout this entire show, but I'm still hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry, dude. I've been I'm, eating this whole I'm time. Actually, I'm, I'm actually hungry as well. So, so yeah, there you go. In any case, uh, yeah, I mean, one thing I will say that the most dangerous thing about social media is that people tend to take clips and you don't get the whole description. So a lot of people didn't get, like, everything that I was saying. But I will clear it all up tomorrow. But, of course, you know, it will be chopped up into tiny pieces and... Uh, Everyone will misunderstand me anyway. But in any case, I'm hungry, so I need to go get food. So, all right, yes. do your thing. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it for this week. I mean, I should be there next week. I only wasn't here because I had to wait for a delivery that came like just before we oh, went Oh, really? It actually did show up. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, and like the ten minutes between when I stopped streaming Starfire and when I was online, that's why I was right. a little bit late to getting upstairs to yeah. the uh, the room here. Okay. Cool. See, Flyrant asked, "What did I say?" You'll have to tune in tomorrow on for Unchenzor to find out when I summarize everything that happened. So. And yeah, C60 Jam, who says I'm going to get fat when my metabolism slows, that is already beginning to occur. That that train is slowly leaving the station. I, I don't know if it's ever going to be at full speed. I, I don't, know, I don't know if I, I'm ever going to be in like terrible condition. I but don't know if you'll starting. ever get to James Chen status, right, basically, because my metabolism sure has stopped a long time ago. So. Yeah, well... You know, I'm pushing, <laughs> I'm pushing the years now. I'm not so young. No, sir. Yeah. 
No, sir. Yeah. But um, to be fair, I have been losing weight, so that's good. Nice work to you. Yes. Okay. Alrighty, let's roll. Alright, cool. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, peace out, everybody. And I will see you uh, tomorrow, hopefully. Just uh, give twitch.tv slash jchenzo a follow. Uh, plugs and stuff like that. Yes. Alright. Um, so. I am 34. You're still a baby, man. You're still a baby. Alright, let's do this. Ready? Yep. Whoops. Oh my gosh. There we go. Hey, did you listen to the outro video on the YouTube channel? No, I have not yet. I'll take a look at that. I haven't done that yet. Send me another <laughs> message to remind me. Okay.